Hey, everybody, welcome to the Marathon Church Podcast. I am your host, Craig Henson, and I'm joined today by Communications Director Kelly Zook. Hey, everybody. Children's Pastor. Casey Callahan. Yeah. 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 I thought they were speaking as a children's pastor. He no. was going to introduce for a second. And student pastor Chase Callahan. Yeah. Welcome, y'all. Can I hear all those people? <laughs> so many people that. That yeah. was a huge applause. It was like we were at a soccer stadium. In an arena. Yeah. A soccer stadium. It was yeah. like it was piped in because there was no fans in the stand. That's it right. was piped in. And it was just... crowd noise. Exactly. Hey, How's so doing? Um, you good? Oh, doing you great. Doing? Okay, doing great. How about you? Care. You doing all right? I'm doing so good. <laughs> like I couldn't, you know, I probably could be better, but I'm doing great. <laughs> Casey, are you doing good? I'm doing great. Kelly, how about you? Yeah, it's a great day. Wow, wow. Um, it's always a great day at Marathon Church. <laughs> well, I have to. I don't know when <laughs> That's people our tagline. <laughs> listen. I don't know when people are listening to this, but today is Kelly Zook's birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Ooh, she turned. BD. 39 today. <laughs> no, Whoa. she did not. <laughs> no, not quite. 28. 28. 28, but close. And then yeah. Spencer's is Saturday. Her husband. The big birthday week. Big 3 0 for gonna him. He's going to be the big 3 0. Yeah. yeah. He's a little sad about it, but nah. Nah. It's good. I like it. I like growing up. Yeah. I like growing up. <laughs> I like paying bills. I love no, it that Kelly is. Kelly is a woman at that age that's. You know, she's not at that point yet where she doesn't want to tell her age. That's awesome. Yeah. No, but I am You're just at the a point, young woman. I'm at the point where I forget my age. <laughs> I thought I was 28 this year already. Yeah, I oh, thought I was turning yeah. 29. I have I have that problem a lot. Chase does have that problem a lot. He always ages himself. You all, you always think you're year. 50 when you're actually 52. <laughs> yeah, I go okay. <laughs> wow. wow. So Craig, Amy, Amy, where do, are we going? Well, with Amy this? does that with her anniversary. Well, what have we been married 40 years now? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> hey. It only seems like it. I will it's, say I I remember a lot like to to Chase's chagrin. He does not enjoy how my memory is really really good, but he does have to remind me how many years we've been married every year cuz I I don't remember if we got married in 2003 or 2004 every year. I'm like, what? How, how many years? And it was 2003, correct? Yeah. Yes. She still had to check. Yeah, I do, every time. I don't even 17 know years this year. Yeah, 17 years this year coming up wow. very soon. Two just, just truth, though, like you ladies can get away with not being precise, right. but us guys, we have to we be have pretty to. precise when yeah. it comes it's to true. these It's uh, really strange because I'm stuff. a precise person, and so for me not to precisely know that, like I know the day, I know all of that, but... That year is, I can't quite grab onto it. <laughs> that year, man. That year. It's forgettable. <laughs> it, was fanta- it was a fantastic year. You just don't remember it. It just blew by. I don't even know if it counts because it and was a, just so fast. And apparently Chase doesn't remember Spencer and Kelly's wedding. <laughs> at but all. I was in. I was in. Yeah, was his in feelings were so hurt when he was Stop. thinking back at their anniversary. Yeah. He was like, gosh, no. I wish I had been invited. We were like, no, Chase, you were, you were a groomsman. the wedding. <laughs> I was, and I, and I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No. These are the people that are leading the church, guys. <laughs> <laughs> did, you were groomsman, and did you sing at this wedding as well? No. No, he didn't. Not no. that you would remember, but... Right. Yeah. Right. No. Don't ask What's him. What's sad is I said no, but in my head I was going, I did I? I don't think I did. <laughs> I don't. You didn't. No. no. I was about to say, I don't think you did. No, no. you didn't. Spencer and Kelly sang at their we wedding. Did. I do. Yeah, after I though, after I saw your some own pictures. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was really good. I do remember it. Yeah, After, it, it was no, very you, sweet. You, you sang right Chasing now. You. I remember. Yes, I we remember sang that, that Bethel song. Yes. We sang it to favorites. each other. Yes. Yeah. 
And you had a door that you, like, it was outdoor wedding. <laughs> yes. And you walked down. And yeah, like two, two, we, doors. two doors. Two doors. So that the bride could not be seen yeah. uh, by everyone wow. until we were at the aisle. Right. And so all of, I was also in the wedding, and so all of us, like. She remembers. Yeah. See, I remember these details. Mine, I have no clue. But we all kind of had to huddle around to hide Kelly. We yeah. didn't want anyone to go to see Kelly until the last minute. Yeah. The last, so last second, the doors were so heavy. They yeah. were strapped to um, two of our friend's chests. Yes, they literally carried yeah. them strapped to them. What? They were so heavy. Yeah. 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 And then when wild. the doors opened, these eagles just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were turtle doves. I was going to say, yeah, no, they really stubs. And balloons. And more balloons than Clemson. No. Okay. No, no, no. I don't know how true. we got on the... the it's okay. Side. This is a podcast where everyone's loved and welcome, and we talk about stuff. Everything. We can Everything. talk about anything. Yeah. That's right. No Well, rules. almost anything. But um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we had um, a little bit different week this yeah, past week here at Marathon Church. Yeah. Um, we started a new series called Over It, mm-hmm. um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but we kind of had an over it week. <laughs> um, to say the least. Because yes. uh, COVID-19 mm-hmm. uh, appeared yes, in our did. presence, yes, and we found out after a week ago Sunday that someone who attended had tested positive. Right. And so... Um, because we're using an abundance of caution, mm-hmm. we took the proper steps to right. not be inside the building this past Sunday. And I wanted just to talk just a little bit about that, about right. our protocols and why we have them. Right. Um, I think that we as a staff, actually, I can remember Pastor Eddie, um, one of our first staff meetings when the quarantine had happened, and we all met inside the atrium of our church, which is just a huge area. So the staff was socially distanced and we were kind of all I think there was a little bit of fear in the air we weren't really sure what was going to happen and and Eddie said then he was like look you know ministry's still going to happen we're just going to keep going God will give us new ways to reach people and at some point we'll come back inside the building and guess what COVID will come inside the building at some mm-hmm. point and it's going to be okay we're going to react with love we're going to already have protocols in place and so what we did and the decisions that we made weren't out of fear They weren't out of, you know, this scare of a pandemic. It was really out of love, especially coming out of the love revolution. It's made us even more aware of all of our actions. And we just felt like the most loving thing we could do would be to care for our church family that attends indoors. And we would never, ever, ever want anything that we did to put any of them in harm's way. So um, I think that we did. We acted out of an abundance of precaution because it, it was one person that attended and then later i think it was wednesday night late wednesday night when we mm-hmm. found out that it mm-hmm. was that she had gotten tested and it was positive and um that's when we found out about it and so you know at that point everyone that had been in contact we were we were contacting them everyone we started getting tests going and started saying what can we do but overall every decision we made from that point on was what's the most loving thing that we can do and mm-hmm. um i think our leadership Brian and Brenda and Eddie, it, it, that was their tone from the very beginning, mm-hmm. was we're going right. to act with love. And I think that helped us make our, our decisions from there. Yeah, for sure. And even though we had the one person who tested positive, um, as far as we can tell, everybody that was in close proximity to this person has tested and has been tested mm-hmm. and has tested negative. Right. right. There yeah. has been no spread 
of the virus inside of our church. And so I'm praising God for that. Um, and actually, most of the people that were in close contact were staff. Um, it was yeah. It's just a, a, a very strange thing. This was a first timer. And so they didn't really have contact with anyone but staff. And um, I'm, I'm thankful for that because That's it was a huge blessing. Yes, because it was uh, an easy thing for us to then be able to catch and trace and get tested. Mm -hmm. And so God definitely protected us, I fully believe. But um, I also think it's a huge praise that, you know, this was in the building and and it didn't spread at all. And uh, I'm I'm so thankful that God kind of contained that. Well, we go to awesome measures to make sure that things are clean and, you know, we try our best to track the steps where every, you know, where it was. And so, yeah, I think kudos to to the staff just for doing that and then one thing i was going to add on was this particular person we we contacted them and shown them love because mm-hmm. uh, right. i think i said it last week like the covid thing is sort of like the new leprosy so to speak like if you yeah. get it no one wants to be around you uh, I can't believe that you would come into this room, but you know what I mean. Like that. Yeah, I that think there's some hard. some guilt that is carried sure. with yes, people. Right. That, guilt, some shame. Yeah, some... and um, oh man, I mean, this is not something that anyone is carrying into anywhere on purpose. It's not no. something that anyone is knowingly trying to do dangerous things. Everyone's doing the best that they can, right. and so I hate that there's this shame and guilt um, and negative feeling from that. So yes, it we have been able to really you know reach out and care for this person um right. because there's you know there's no way that we're we're feeling any kind of uh, judgment on them no, at all no. and they're and they're doing good now you know they're recovering and so um we have to look at okay what does the future look like for because you know who knows what the future is going to hold with this right. stuff you know and you don't we don't know and as as a church i mean i saw a video of someone on Instagram and they, they're a pastor in, in Florida. And he, he was like, Oh, this is such good news. This is great news. And it showed this gym and the gym was packed at capacity. He said, this is such great news because if, if they can come and be packed to capacity in a gym, then surely you guys could come to church. And so you have that side of it you have the scared side of it. You have, mm-hmm. Who knows what the future holds, but I do know that, I know who holds our future, and it's Christian cliche, but that's the truth. The honest truth is is that God does hold the the future, and he has big plans, and he has big plans for the church, and what does that look like moving forward? And I think social media, we're going to, you know, maybe Kelly, you can speak into that, but what what that's going to look like, and that's where you're going to be able to tell if, you know, if the doors are open and things like that. I I mean, we know for sure for the foreseeable future, we will have drive-in church at 9.30, mm-hmm. yes. and we will always be online right. at, at 11 a.m. Right. But Kelly, would you like to speak to maybe what things look like going forward as far as inside services? Yeah, so we will be updating our all of our social media platforms, um, constantly trying to keep you guys aware of what's going on and the, and the ways that we're trying to keep you guys safe. So um, we have you know Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The best place is to go to our app. Um, I know for this past Sunday we sent push notifications to let you guys know, as well as our website. So there's a lot of different avenues, but we really encourage you guys to um, follow us or like our Facebook page because that's going to be the best way 
to let you guys know ahead of time mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys would get the app, because the app is the best way to keep up with everything going on at Marathon yeah. and mm-hmm. to share content with your friends. So definitely get the app. And uh, again, we appreciate wherever you're listening. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, if you would. And uh, so not coincidentally, we started this series called Over It. <laughs> and I think there's so, <laughs> so much in our culture that we are over. And... Um, the, you know, the pandemic is one of the things. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Over it. Um, I'm in complete compliance with what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and protocols that I'm supposed to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, live in. But I am over it and ready to go back to normal. And one of the things that Eddie said on Sunday is that uh, there's going to be a time when normal becomes abnormal. Um, I would like to think that the abnormal mm-hmm. is becoming normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he's that's he said that's where we find God working and. That's I guess that's the one positive takeaway during this time is is God is definitely working through all this junk that we're walking through. Mm. Absolutely, it's um, it's been really cool, and I I feel like um, Pastor Eddie of all people that's one of his favorite things to point out. You know, and sometimes when we come in and we're like, oh man, like how are we going to do this? We're going to do, and he's like, look for God in this because this is when God moves, and this is when He wants us to move. So I've seen. Even just personally in my family, I've seen God use this to really draw people closer to get to get members of my family that had kind of been disconnected from church for a while. They've seen what the church has done through this pandemic, and God's really kind of given them a, a wake up call to kind of come back and love the church again. And it's it's been awesome to see God move. Yeah. Well, I'd say also from a biblical stance, stance no, a biblical stance that you would. Uh, if you looked in you, Old Testament, there was so so much war and crisis and plagues, yeah, and just <laughs> crazy stuff. And God was with them every single step of the way, mm-hmm. you know. And it didn't. And I think that was one of the things that Eddie said too. Is is that it? Where was it that he was talking about? You don't go. Um, he's not going to take you over it, but he's going to take you through it, right? You mm-hmm. know. And he's not going to take you over the problem, but God's going to take you through it. And I think sometimes us humans, we, we lose trust so quickly because we forget we're, we're all about God. We're all about, yes, he's coming to the rescue, yes, until it becomes personal. And when it becomes personal and it affects us in a negative way, then we go, we just go into freak out mode. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I think God's really wanting to show you how big he is and if you just follow in his footsteps and that's easy to say i know but it's just for me it's a it's a prayer of mine that i that i don't jump too quick you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. like, i think sometimes too like we hate feeling messy and feeling out of control and feeling like you know we've we've got all these things going wrong and i think sometimes we we get closed off from from what God wants to do, and He loves that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He loves getting in the mess with us and mm-hmm. getting right down to the nitty gritty. And mm-hmm. because that's when you know it's when we're not strong, He is, right. and He loves that. He loves showing us how strong and how in control mm-hmm. He is, and how out of control yeah, we truly we are. are. And I think this pandemic for sure mm-hmm. has shown us that we truly are not in control of what's mm-hmm. going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's been our staff's mantra for the past week, at least, because we had way different plans for what this mm-hmm. past Sunday and even the week leading up to it were going to look like. I mean, we, we had a day set of staff that we were going to try to 
calendar the rest of the year because we had done that already. <laughs> ironic. I know. We had done that already. And um, COVID came in and pretty much everything on the calendar got erased. I mean, mm-hmm. we we have a huge calendar wall and it was just stuff where it's just, you know, erased and striped through and, you know, like to be determined on everything. And so we were like, okay, so now we feel like we're getting a better grip on this. Let's sit down. Let's try to calendar out the rest of the year. And literally the night before is when we got the call that we couldn't even come into the office the next day. We were all quarantined until we could get our tests back. And mm-hmm. um, I was talking to Brenda about it on the phone, and she said, this is not a coincidence. I think God is right. reminding us he is the one with the plan, yeah. not us. And so even today as we're talking about, all right, this coming week, it's like, okay, well, I don't know what God's going to do, but he's going to let us know at some point. So we'll just keep doing this until <laughs> God changes the plan again. I think... If nothing else, this has woken our staff up right. to, okay, we want to be with God on this. Like, we don't yeah. want our own plans. We need to follow what he's doing for us. And uh, it, it's been a big wake-up call for us, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy because um, I've started preparing for a message that I'm going to uh, uh, walk through with us uh, later on in the series. And one of the things I was looking at uh, yesterday is was the children of Israel. And um, so God brings them out of slavery. Uh, he parts the Red Sea for them. They walk through on dry ground. They get to the other side, and he starts feeding them with manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. And they turn to Moses, the leader, and they go, dude, did you bring us out here just to die in the desert? Like, we were better off you know, in slavery right. in Egypt. And it, just, it made me think that, that we would rather be miserable in what we know yeah. than, than be... You in know, freedom in and freedom. what we don't know. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel that's like good. that's where so many of us are right now. Yeah. yeah. Chase and I, I think I talked about it with Chase. When this all started and like this whole idea of a pandemic, because this is definitely the first time in my life that I can remember something affecting the globe this mm-hmm. way. Where right. literally, mm-hmm. I remember in March and you were just watching things shut down. Like March mm-hmm. Madness is gone and the, like the things that were just being shut down. And it was such a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was I was looking at some Old Testament um, books at the time too. And I was like, did they know that they were literally in biblical times? You right. know, like did they realize <laughs> that what they were living through was going to one day be Holy Scripture? Like, did these Israelites know? And I feel like that could almost be it. Do we realize that what we're living in right now, like what would that be like if it was written about in a holy scripture? And and we've talked about it. Literally, we've had no Sundays with bad weather. Like it, God right. has protected our outdoor service and our drive-in services. With, and I feel like that should be written in holy scriptures. And we're like, and, yeah. and for however many weeks on the Sabbath, there was no rain. Like right. we look back on these <laughs> miracles true. and you see like how stupid were those Israelites to not see God's hand. But we don't see God's we hand. Do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if it was written in black and white, would we see it? Would we realize like this biblical account that is happening in our lives right now? What, what would someone say about that over our lives? And, Sometimes I think it's good for us as believers to try to step out of the like yuck that we're in and try to see it from a biblical like what what would God say about what we're going through right now? What is he doing right now? Because it's really easy for us to look back and think they're just the biggest idiots, but <laughs> we're those idiots right now. We're not seeing what God's doing. God God's just God's leading us through waters right now that we mm-hmm. just are too blind to see. So it was 
I think just the thought of a pandemic made me feel like we're in the Old Testament right now, guys. This is getting real. And it made me want to think like, okay, God did something huge. Then he brought the Savior of the world through that. Right. What's he doing right now? Like this is He's moving again. What's he doing right now? I will give us a little bit of credit, though, because we didn't even think about putting a covering out there for driving church no. until the sun got oppressive. Like, we never sun. thought, hey, it might rain. We maybe should you know, put an easy up out there or something. <laughs> we true. never did it. No. We're like, we, we're just believing God wanted yeah. us to do this. And we were just we thought of everything else. Yeah, right. we did. But we didn't think about that. No. Yeah, it was when the sun got hot that we're like, I could use some shade, guys. Exactly. <laughs> and it did, like it did uh, sprinkle. Remember that Sunday? Yeah. And as like, we were walking off As we were stage. walking off. Right when we started to pack up. Yeah, yeah. we had a little sprinkle. I like that term, Holy Scripture. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Like, what if today's... Yeah, that's good. What if our like accounts that. were Holy Scripture right yeah. now? What would it say? That's really good. We would be the idiots starring in it, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot James. <laughs> you, you guys kind of alluded to this already, but one of the things that Eddie talked about Sunday was um, that your issue, your deal, your crisis is not your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, that our position in Christ is our identity. And it, honestly, when you're in a crisis, it's easy to lose sight of that. Yeah. It, and we, we talked about how people that, that test positive, you know, with COVID-19, it, it beca- starts to become their identity. Yeah. And I told last week about this football coach I, I saw talking about, and he's like, he, he felt like he was a pariah, like mm-hmm. he, oh, yeah. he couldn't go anywhere. And so I think it's, it's really important for us to be able to, to keep our eyes focused on mm-hmm. Christ and who we are in him, because if not, this stuff will overrun us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I I think that the enemy, I mean, Satan, when you accept Christ, you have a label that's put on you that says you belong to him. And that's the only label that matters anymore. He literally wipes everything else off. And I think the biggest thing to cause us to stumble is to label us as something else. And whether that's not worthy or our past mistakes or that we're a liar or we're a cheater or we're whatever it is, I think the biggest win for the enemy is to label us as that instead of a child of God. And so I think, pandemic or not, this is something that you have to every day dust off that label and say, no, 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 like, this is who I am. No matter what I do, this is who I am. And I think he will use every opportunity to try to label you as something else, because that's going to be our downfall is is believing the lie that we're Mm not a child of God. I I deal with that on the daily. I mean, I think... If I'm just being vulnerable and honest, I mean that there's things in my past that I go, that's not who I am, and mm-hmm. that's not that's not who I wanted to be, and and I think that's where like it says in James, or you know, draw near to Him and He'll draw near to you. That's a daily, constant thing, Absolutely. and I think so many people think that this Christian thing is is a you know, if I say the prayer one time, even get baptized then I'm good like it will but mm-hmm. no it's a journey and it's an ongoing thing where you're going to satan he he is smart and like he does know when to push your buttons and how to push them and make you slip up and make and, and that's why you need to be grounded in the word you need to be grounded in your relationship with prayer and go into him going hey this this is messed up i don't understand this I, even if it's covid or not or mm-hmm. past mistake i mean my identity I've had to wrestle with and go to counseling and things like that because I keep putting labels on myself and you can't do that because God doesn't see you as that. You know, he sees you as that innocent creation that he created. 
And that's why he brought Jesus. That's why Jesus is such a big factor in this whole thing, because that's he washed us clean, uh, white as snow, you know. And um, so, yeah, I, when he said that, it that hit me a little bit because I can resonate with people who are in that same boat. But I, if I could give any encouragement, it would be to, like Eddie said, never give up. Right? Mm-hmm. You got to realize it's not about you, and never give up. That's the whole book of Philippians. And so. When you when you think through this identity thing, all right, it's not about me. Stop making it about me. It's about you and have that relationship where you're drawing near. And you can um, – it it doesn't mean that it's easy, but it, it's an everyday ongoing thing, for, at least for me and I know others, that you, you have to be, remind yourself on the daily. Mm. Yeah, and, I, and I think we need, we need people in our life. Mm. Uh, to love us, to encourage us, yeah. to speak into our life as well. Yeah. Um, if we don't have people that love us and encourage us, and you're probably going to find those people in a life group at, at Marathon Church. But if, if, <laughs> if, if you don't have, those, <laughs> if you don't have, if you don't have those people in your life, you're only going to hear, you know, the negative side, what the mm-hmm. world tells you, and that that's rarely going to be good. Yeah. That, that's mostly going to be, hey, you're not good enough. You were never good enough. Look, at, remember what you did, wh- whatever that mm-hmm. might be, and so. Yeah. Um, we we need we need people in our life and and we want to help you connect relationally so you can grow spiritually so you can go to our app right now and sign up to host and lead a group <laughs> or to join one as well. Yeah. yeah, please do. Yes, I do like what he also said with that. I don't I don't think you mentioned it just now, but he talked about our position is our identity, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I was talking about with the remind reminding myself every day of my position and mm-hmm. where I'm at in this on this side of heaven, so to speak. Because when you're reminding yourself of who you are in Christ, it's it's more victorious and it's more of a weapon, you know what mm-hmm, I mean, to yeah. the enemy. And it's uh, you're putting on that armor of God on, when you're reminding yourself of your position is your identity, Chase. Your position is your identity. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Yeah, and I'm always reminded that the Bible talks about the still, small voice of the Spirit, and it, it is. It's a still, small voice, and, and even taking you know faith out of it you always hear the criticisms louder no matter how many there are even sunday was a great day we worked really hard there were just a handful of us with staff only there was just a handful of us and we were literally doing 14 jobs a piece like you know eddie and kelly and spencer looked so peaceful on stage on camera (laughs) and as soon as it would go off kelly and spencer they're running and doing something and we're running like crazy trying to keep online going and we heard lots of great feedback, but we also heard one that wasn't great, and that one has resonated with us more than any we sure. more than any of them. And it was just yeah. one that wasn't super great. And I think that's the same thing personally for all of us. You know, one one person says I don't like your shirt, but twenty people say they do. I'm not going to want to wear this shirt again. And so I think, especially when it comes to your identity and your relationship with God, you have to focus in on that still small voice because it's not always going to be the easiest one to hear. You have to seek it out because the easiest ones to hear are going to be the loud ones that you don't want to listen to. You're going to really have to focus and seek it out, I think. Hmm. That's good. By the way, you guys were amazing on Sunday. Um, As were you, Craig. Everybody everybody worked so hard, and and it was amazing. Um, But I have to say, we can't do this without volunteers. Like. Volunteers, I mean, we, we can, need you. but it's not going to no, be as it good. Wasn't, yeah, no. it's not near as or good. Or as fun. That's no. true too. Even though you know, you guys are a lot of fun, but yeah, it was it was yeah, but, fun to to have yeah. survived it. Kelly and I talked about how we 
literally felt like we were on pins and needles all morning. Like until it was done, I don't breathe. think we took a breath. Yeah, no. it was just like because literally what people might not realize is we have drive in at nine thirty, and we're having to set up for the eleven o'clock service. Yep. Well, we didn't have teams of volunteers that could do both at the same time, so we are running back and forth between drive in and setting up online and trying to time it to make sure everything's turned on. But then we've got to make it back outside to do dismissal for <laughs> drive. I mean, we were running. We were sweating. Yeah. It when was, we say running, I mean, Spencer literally. and I were leading worship and literally saw someone running, sprinting <laughs> yes. in yes. the worship center. So yes, it's it, a real, it, we, was, uh, it was a real marathon. It really was. On Sunday. Well, it really was. <laughs> and to put it in perspective, like w- no one tore down. Like that's to your point, Casey, yes. like. Uh, that the drive-in stuff was still outside, and so Casey and I was tearing that down, trying to get and somebody else, maybe Spencer or something. No, I think we all did it. Would, yeah. Did you not did see it? us? No, I was waving. But in the world. Anyway, we were coming back in, and um, somebody, Jacob or Spencer, said, no, it was Jacob. He said, hey, the best place to mix online service is in the media booth. And this is 10 minutes before we're going. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how do you – on an iPad – and so, for sound. For yes, sound, for yeah. sound, yes. And so even Which Chase that, was, one of his jobs was running sound for online service. Yeah, and then you'd have Eddie, who's, you can't hear from the sound. No. Or the media booth. And so Eddie's waving his hands. Yes. We were to all just going. like air traffic controllers with yeah. our hands, like just oh, waving yeah. at each other, trying not to scream because, so the mics wouldn't pick but us up. But you know who was steady? Craig on the camera. Craig on the oh, camera. Craig on the camera. Our new camera operator. Was he steady. did. He had Good some job, amazing buddy. shots. It was a one-hit wonder. No. Group <laughs> never. Uh, hosting podcast and, and camera operator. Drive-in parking. Oh my team. God. I mean, where does wow. it end with you? That man. My goodness. So you know talented. I have to give a shout out to my wife Amy though. Yeah. Because after we all came inside. She brought in all the cones yes, and the did. feather and banners the by herself. Uh-huh, she Man, did. You can't She's hide muscle. I'm serious. <laughs> muscle. She, she is, is a rock star. She, she is. is. She's awesome. Yeah. Hey, let, let's finish with this thought today. Okay. Um, Eddie said, your life is God's project, not yours. Hmm. And he based that on uh, Philippians 1.6, where this, uh, Paul wrote, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And just, I, I, I always feel like, at some point, I'm going. To, uh, even though I know in my head I'm not ever going to arrive, like spiritually, mm-hmm. that I am a work in progress. I always feel like oh, one of these days I'll have it. I'll have it all together. But Paul makes it clear that you're never <laughs> going to get to that place. We are all pieces of work, is what <laughs> he's saying right there. <laughs> we are not done yet at all, and and we are all a mess. And honestly, I can remember as like a teenager that thought I had it all together, you know, like I was, you know, in the youth group, thought I had it all. And I thought because, you know, I don't drink, I don't cuss, I don't do any of these things. I mean, how do you get any better? Like God, me and God are like, we're BFFs. We are so good. And then God broke me down. Like he humbled me greatly and made me realize that it was our relationship, not my tasks of getting things done. Mm -hmm. And I think even now I feel like I am, I, even though I still don't do those things, it's like I'm more aware of really how unworthy I am of what he's done in my life. And I think if you're ever at the point where you're like, oh, I, this Christian life, I am just cruising through it. I don't, I don't do anything bad. Everything's great. Um, that's a big old warning sign that yeah. you really aren't because we are pieces of work. And usually that's your own 
pride and ego getting in the way of how good you are. God, do you see how good I am? <laughs> do you see how good I am? And I think now I'm just so embarrassed by how good I thought I was. And I'm just so <laughs> humbled. I'm like, oh, Lord, I am. Oh, I am so I am such a mess every single day. And I think that's not that God wants me to be in a place where I feel unworthy, but I think when I can just bare my soul to him and be like, God, I am who I need you. That's where he wants me mm-hmm. is when I say I cannot do this on my own. And I think this really makes me feel better. That's one of those. Th- this is not a verse that would have spoken to me at all because I thought I was completed mm-hmm. at you know 19. I had it all figured out. Don't I was Yes, I was so good. I knew it all. And now I'm like. Yes, complete the project. Oh, my word. I still see so much work that needs to be done every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel so much closer in my relationship to Jesus because I can be honest about that. And I'm, man, how horrible would it be to serve a God that you had to have it together? I I couldn't right. do it. I wouldn't make it. Mm-mm. Oh, me? Okay. <laughs> uh, I just, no, it's good. Craig, you, just, you gave me that look of like. You gonna say something? And I, sure, I can. Yes, Absolutely. I, am. I no, just, I, I'm just here to offer opportunities. I no, I like that. I, I think of, um, you know, I'm a big mountain guy. Like I love the mountains, and I love. He's I got know. a mountain on his shirt right I now. I do yes. actually, right there. Um, you can't see that, so I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Where, where's the paw? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's daughter. an orange shirt. My yeah. daughter would say, "Where's the tiger paw? Why um, are you wearing an orange shirt without a tiger paw?" So <laughs> when when I stand on this mountain or whatever, and I look out mainly like sunrise or sunset, you see a lot of people would refer to the cotton candy skies or, you know, just God paints a, a this awesome portrait, right? And so, like, I think about this moment where I took a picture of that, and I used to be an artist and like a, you know, where I drew a lot and all this stuff. And so I, not too long ago, went back and on my iPad, I started drawing this picture, right? And that God created, and I started drawing that same picture, and I get done, and I look at it, and I go, oof, <laughs> wow, man, let's just get rid of that, yeah. you know? And I, I, when I heard him say that, and I hear you talk about it, that's what I think about, is that just because we might be able to recreate that, it's nowhere near as good as what God has in store. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like the picture that he has and the good works that he started in you, he's going to see through to the end, even if you can't, um, even if you can't do it, you know what I mean? Even if you feel like on your own, I think Kelly or somebody was saying like you can't do it on your own. That's, that's so true. But God in this verse, God will carry through what he started, the good works in you that he started. And so my portrait may not look nowhere near as good as what his does. But I believe that that doesn't mean I have to quit because I'm not as good as it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's his project anyway. It's mm-hmm. his portrait anyway. He's painting. You just need to enjoy it and, mm-hmm. and like just do your best, strive hard, have a relationship with him, be focused on his words and not your own. You know? Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm glad it's not up to me because the kingdom's in trouble if it's, on, <laughs> if it's only Ooh, up to what yeah. I can do. Right. 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 All okay. right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. And... Uh, bringing all your wonderful thoughts and uh, thanks for y'all, y'all for listening again uh, like subscribe and uh, leave us a comment and if you have questions for us that you'd like to, for us to answer on the podcast you can email us at info at god bless you have a great day